Welcome to Breakthrough with Brig, the podcast that teaches high-achieving Black women how to use thought work to break through barriers, get out of their own way, and become their best self in the most loving and sustainable way. Y'all ready? Let's dig in. doing i have a very special podcast for you and this one is special because we didn't wait till even one month into our coaching container like after the second call i was like i need to have you on a podcast because the transformation that she has gotten and i'm going to explain it to her and let her explain it i'm going to get in the weeds and we're going to ask all these things but it doesn't take a long time, guys. And the beauty of it is she literally still has six months with me. Anyway, I have a client and I mean, like, we just didn't want to wait. So I was like, let's get on a call. Let's do the podcast because I want us to start, stop thinking things are so big that we have to make this big investment to make turnarounds. And I wanted to show us like the value of just making the decision. And I'm not saying I'm amazing. I think she was ready. And when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And that's kind of what's happened. But Samantha, (laughs) introduce yourself, girl. Okay. Hi, Brig. Uh, My name is Samantha. It's actually Samantha Ann. I know I sent you my bio. What I said was I'm a beautifully imperfect human being who's a wife, mom, sister, sister, friend. As far as what I do for a living, I'm a nurse. And I am currently embarking on my PhD journey. I'm two years in, so I am on a downside. So I trust me when I say I can't wait to get out of here. Yeah, so that's me. Love it. Okay, so that's you. How long have we been working together? Okay, (laughs) this is actually the third week. This Wednesday will be the third week. So we've like, we had the initial call, the discovery call, and then we had two coaching, had two coaching sessions with you after Exactly. So two calls, we're two calls in. Yes. All right. So let's talk about, first of all, let's give people, because I always think people want to know like, well, what prompted you to work with me? Because when you got on the call, you was like, I have a confession. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that, but you were like, I, got I probably it. did. Got a confession. Yeah. I've been listening to you for. Yes. <laughs> and it's so true. Some of them are there, right? Like you've been listening to for a while. Like you said, I think you said eight months. Yeah, that's about right. So what were you thinking why you were listening and what made you book the call? I think I had told you when I first called was, um, I, I guess like maybe about three, four years ago. I knew of the concepts of life coaching, but it didn't have a name. Mm-hmm. And it spoke to me. It just spoke to me. It's like God just came out to start speaking to me. And I started look, looking at podcasts and I'm like, okay, so I found this one podcast and I really liked it. I was even more excited when someone of color would come on. And one day you were on there. I think she would, you were a student and she was interviewing you. And I, first of all, your name, I was like, well, who is this great person? Because I love them. 
Thank you. And you talked about yourself and I was just, you were just so genuine and so honest. And I really loved how you embraced your story. It was like, this is it. This is who I am. And I really loved that. And so you talked about your podcast, which I thought was like Breakout with Greg. I'm like, wow, wonderful. Mm-hmm. And of course, I downloaded it and I started listening to you and I was like, okay. And I guess it's like with anything, like you just listen for a while and then you realize that I got to get in the game. Like I can't be a spectator anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to get coached by listening to podcasts. It's great information, but for you to make the transformation, you really need to like get in a ring. And so what does that, let me stop you there though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What does that mean to get in the game? What game were you wanting to get in? Like, what was what was going through your head? Just like for the app, like, I want to get in the game. What does that mean for you? I think that's a good question. I appreciate that. It was to be vulnerable. Mm. Because getting coached, you got to get vulnerable. You got to really get honest about things. And I was ready. Like, it's easy to kind of like sit on the sidelines and listen to other people's story. Like, oh, look what they're going through. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, okay, wait a minute. But I got to get in there. I have to feel that discomfort. I have to feel that growth. When are you going to do it? And I was like, yeah, it's time. It's time. It's time to do it. And um, I reached out to you. Okay. I guess what they say, the rest is history. (laughs) So good. But why did you want to get coached? Why did you want to make this change to be more vulnerable, I guess? Like, what's the end result for you? Like, why? So, you know, on our coaching call, discovery call, you were asking me this question and I kept like, what is it? And I kept talking and finally... Mm-hmm. But I realized that I needed like homeostasis. And I guess as a nurse, you know, we, I needed to be settled, like stable. And when I said the word centered, that was the word centered. I needed to feel centered. And I didn't really feel centered. Mm-hmm. And when I said it, it felt like that's it. It was like the light bulb just went off. I didn't have, you know, like you think you have all these thoughts, but you don't have the language. And so you start talking and, it's like word salad. You just keep talking and all of a sudden the words just come. And that was the word. It was, I wanted to be more centered. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't, and I knew that coaching was going to get me there. I love our sales call. It, luckily it was just three weeks ago, so I can remember it three or four yes. weeks. <laughs> so I can remember it, but I remember going, I kept going, well, why she? Like, cause I kept like, you didn't have a language for it. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I'm just going to keep asking. Cause it was like, I knew you knew you wanted coaching because A, you had already had life coaches before. I did. So mm-hmm. It wasn't like you were new to the game and you didn't even know what life coaching was. So I think it was through that curiosity that it was like you even realized what it was you wanted. And that was mm-hmm. such a beautiful moment because there was a calmness around you and you was like, oh, I want to be grounded, right? I want to be centered. How were you not grounded? and centered. What was that looking like for the person who was like, yeah, I do that too. What is it? Oh, it was a lot of, it's a lot of things. I mean, obviously I'm still going through these things and I'm learning, but I think one of the things is not being authentic with myself and who I am and kind of making apologies. And one of the words that I used was being bold. That I remember seeing it and we were both like, whoa, okay. Like that was like another aha moment. And I realized that what I do is I have a habit of keeping myself small in a lot of ways. And um, we talked about some of that and I was like, yeah, that's why I need to be grounded so that I can feel comfortable in my authenticity 
and really express who I am, being bold and not being apologetic, like not apologizing for it, which, you know, unfortunately, women of color, we sometimes have a tendency to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember that where you were like, oh, I'm like, I'm tired of playing small, like mm-hmm. old and stop being, there was something about smallness. I can't remember what you said, but yes. once you came through the realization, it was like the transformation happened on the sales call. Mm-hmm. That happened yeah. to my clients. Cause it was like, <laughs> I know I need something. I don't know what you're going to do with it. I don't know. I have some dreams. Yeah. I think I want to stop, finish my PhD, but it's so much, it's always so much more than what we think it is. Mm-hmm. And it was like this, the desire to be comfortable and grounded in our brilliance. And as black women, especially and women of color, we struggle with that brilliance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you think it's been holding you back? So one of the things I think is, and this can be hard to say, and I've heard people like on your podcast and bring up is outgrowing sometimes your community. Yes. And that can be tough because you, you, there's a part of you that's like, I don't want to leave people behind. Yeah. And you're like, it's not about them leaving, that you leave them behind. They're just not going with you. <laughs> yeah. And when you shift, it's like, wow, okay, it's not that I'm doing anything bad. And my growth has nothing to do with other people around me. Mm-hmm. And that was the other thing I had to realize, like it has nothing to do but also I think is, um, and you and I talked about this and you really broke this down for me that really was like, whoa, is how we were raised. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has such an impact on how we move as adults, how we move along as adults. And we talked about, you know, the messages that I got about, and I can remember when I was a kid, I was very outgoing, very. Mm-hmm. I would dance, like I would do a lot of things. But I remember my mother saying things like, Stop doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, like I would hear that, like stop bringing attention to yourself. Mm-hmm. So as a kid, you get that message. The message is, you know, you're seen, but not heard. And even when you're seen, you got to play small. Yeah. Because you really don't want to be center of attention. Yeah. And it's amazing how like you and I were talking about that. And I was like, wow, how childhood can like really play. I mean, it can really do, do a doozy on us as, as adults. Gotcha. Okay. So it hasn't been 30 days, but like Mm -hmm. one of the things is, is like to share one of the reasons why I really want to do that, as I said, is like, I want to share, like it doesn't take long. And so on our first call, Mm -hmm. we talked about like different energy states. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know why I was talking about energy states. I can't remember why we got there, but the energy, like progressing through energy states is one of the key concepts that I teach my clients so that mm-hmm. whatever energy state they're in, they understand it as opposed to like shunning themselves because they want to burn the house mm-hmm. down or mm-hmm. <laughs> like cursing themselves because they want to sit, stay in a bed and put the covers over them. Like all mm-hmm. of is biological. And now we, once we see it as a biology, now we know how to, how to like get ourselves to progress through it. And mm-hmm. so I remember there was a point in our call when I kind of called you out on something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which, I, which I could do, like, because mm-hmm. my coaches call me out on our shit. That's what we pay coaches for, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And I love what you did with that. And on the second call, 
you came in and had a complete transformation. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's so funny because I literally got a text from one of my, I have two, you, you are one of two new clients that just came in since I just opened mm-hmm. up my one-on-one again. Mm-hmm. And I had another one that sent me a text and she literally said, oh my God, I cannot wait till Wednesday <laughs> transformations I've had. And this was, that was just mm-hmm. after the first call. And so tell me your experience of the first and second call. Oh, wow. So the first call, the reason um, you brought up energy states, which I'm sure you would have brought up at some point, Mm -hmm. but you brought it up because I was talking about how safety, stability was so important to me. Ah, yes. That's how it came up. And, And we start and you started. So what I we realized that I'm in that protective state, Mm -hmm. you know, and you talked about that. And I was like, whoa, that hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, wow. Given against language around it. And right. so that's how you brought it up. And we were, you were talking and then all of a sudden I started, I guess, like teaching you about life coaching. It was so hilarious. And I was just going on and on and on. And when you called me out, Brig, mm-hmm. you were very compassionate about it. You weren't, I don't want you to ever think that you were, you weren't mean or anything like that, but you were like holding my hand, like sister, no, 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 no. You don't have to teach me. <laughs> This is for you, for your transformation. Right. And when you said it, I heard you, but inside there was a little like, oh, and that kind of stuck with me. And when I got off the phone call, I had to sit with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what I discovered was what I was doing was I was buffering. Mm -hmm. I was using intellect to buffer. Yes. Can I tell you something? I realized that I do that. Yeah. The other thing is you were talking about that and I was getting emotional. Right. And so in order for me not to feel emotional, I use intellect. Yes. And when you called me out on it, it was like, whoa. And I'm like, this is what I'm paying her to do. I asked her this. I said to her, Rig, this is one thing that I know about you. You call me out. And not in, not in it, not when people think that it was in a negative way. It was in a very, very um, nurturing, supportive way. Like you kind of like, you know, we're on Zoom, but it was like you were holding my hand and you were like, no, 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 no. It's okay. This you is, get to be a client. It's like you're right. professional. Yeah. Right. I'm I want to see you. And you're like, like went into professional mode. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> right now. I'm like, can you be a client? Like what's right. going on? Like you took the concept and then started explaining the concept to me. And I'm like, what is going on? And my yeah. curiosity is always like, why is my client doing this? And sometimes yeah. I don't even have to know the answer why it was our first meeting. So it wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't going to be me going, I think we have emotions we need to process. No, I'm like, mm-hmm. just wanted to point it out to you. Yes. And let you, because I believe you guys have the answers. I'm not supposed to. I'm just supposed to say, Mm -hmm. this is what I'm noticing. Maybe offer some suggestions. And like, even after that call, you were like, oh my God, this is amazing. I make sense. Now I understand why I do everything I do, which is one thing I want Black women to know. And like every Black woman, like we ain't crazy. Right. (laughs) We go from zero to a hundred for a reason. Right, exactly. Right. And like it's biology and I know how to allow 
go yes. with flow and manage this. I don't have to be afraid of myself anymore because we've been taught to be afraid of myself. Yes. So I remember you going, oh, this is so good. Oh my God, this is so good. And yet on the second call, you were like, I've had a revelation. I really did. I had a I had a revelation and I was like, and I, I remember I could barely like get it out. Like we had just started and I was like, Greg, I had a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. And I told you what happened and you were like, wow you could feel it like we both were like, that is a transformation. And again, first of all, I was wide open to receive what you were saying to me, right? Not brushing it off like, oh, I really sat with it and heard what you said. And I'm like, you know, you do that a lot. Mm. The one thing I did notice, I noticed I was getting emotional. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, we talked about that going into the second call, we talked about that, about as women of color, how we're taught like, you be emotionless, humanless, right? And so when you're brought up that way, when you begin to feel an emotion such as, you know, you you just feel emotional, you know, something's really touching you. The first thing is tap it down, tap it down. Yeah. So what I do is I get intellect, right? Because that just kind of erases everything, right? I'm using my brain, my heart. So that's okay, how many I want to know how many of you right now are nodding your head because you (laughs) understand what Samantha is saying. When that little what is like that frog in your throat or that little stomach cringe start coming in that you're like, I'm going to intellectualize this and I'm going to start teaching. I'm going to take over and I'm going to be intellect. And I love that. That's what you're like. I'm buffering with intellect, meaning instead of feeling my emotion, I'm not going to go to food or stuff it down with food. I'm stuffing it down by showing you, oh, let me just go into my my left part of my brain and share all the good stuff. <laughs> and it's like, lady, ma'am, sit down. Sit down. What are you doing? <laughs> exactly. The second call you talked about like emotions. And one of the things that I love what you said, and that was a, another breakthrough, is that you said there is information in your thoughts and your feelings. And I was like, whoa. And I love that. So for one, I mean, you're a nurse, I'm a nurse, but you were speaking my language because here I am trained to be a neuroscientist, right? So you were speaking my language and I was like, OMG. What you said to me basically was, you have permission to feel. Yes. You have permission to feel and there's so much information there. Go with it. There's a lot of information there. Like, don't bypass that. Mm-hmm. And when you said that, Brig, that hit me like a ton of bricks. And I'm like, is it? there's information there. And you were like, get comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Ask yourself, what am I feeling? Why am I feeling it? And the more you start to drill down, you begin to realize like, oh, there, there it is. That's it. Mm-hmm. That, and you also talked about, and I love this, completing the cycle. Because one of the things that I do, I do a detour. Yeah. I don't finish out the trip. I detour. <laughs> And right. I do it real smooth. You don't even realize I did it. I just do it real smooth. I'm, I'm like, just like I, I intellect, right? right? I'm buffering it. Mm-hmm. I just take a nice little detour. Like, whoops, mm-hmm. make a little left. Like, Not even a full left. Like a little, little, little without, giving the, without giving the whole thing, like one completing the cycle is one of the concepts I teach my clients because I think it's like the computer, like we have all these open tabs and it just mm-hmm. drains our CPU. And eventually like we get the win- the spinning wheel of death because it's like we got all these open tabs. And so one of the things I think as Black women, we have so many 
open tabs. The cashier that like didn't touch you, didn't want to touch your hand, didn't say nothing. But yet the woman in front of you, she had a whole full long conversation with and she was you know, like just the little idiosyncrasies that we see that our nervous system is always looking for. Am I safe? Did the guy hold the elevator for me? No, he closed the elevator. Like just the little <laughs> shit that we go through and the big shit. The stuff mm-hmm. that we know and not know, like closing those circles and closing mm-hmm. those cycles. I'm so glad you brought that up. But yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that's okay. I, I like the fact that you kind of explained that. And you also talked about like blaming versus shaming. And you gave some examples and I thought that was hilarious. I'm like, yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. And I think as a lot of us may do, we tend to shame ourselves because of our feelings. And you and I got a little deep into how we notice some women they can own their feelings and they are like very bold with it. Mm-hmm. And yet I think as women of color, we tend to shame when we have feelings. So again, I think the one thing we talk about was jealousy, mm-hmm. which is a very natural human reaction. And it's normal to feel jealousy, right? It doesn't mean that you're going to go out and bust somebody's windows out. It doesn't mean any of that. Mm-hmm. You can still have that feeling sit with it and be like, oh, that's why I'm jealous. That makes sense, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. But then you tell your brain, okay, I'm going to you. That's not true, what I just told myself. None of that is true, but I understand why I'm feeling it. Mm. We will still shame ourselves for feeling it. We will read so much into it. We have a whole novel about time we're done about, you know, why we shouldn't feel that way. Mm. Whereas I have noticed, and we've talked about this, how other women are very, very open about it and wear like a badge of honor. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm jealous. Mm. And And they won't read anything else into it. Like, they're like, oh, it's just an emotion. Whereas we will wear it, we'll hold on to it, mm-hmm. we shame ourselves and we blame ourselves. Like we go through all of these emotions and it's like... We go through the emotions trying not to feel right. emotions. Exactly, right. Yes. And so when you when you said that, that was another one. It's like, yeah, you're right. And so one of the things that I really love that you constantly preach is it is okay to feel that feeling. It really is okay. There's information in there. Mm-hmm. Like, don't bypass it. Yeah. Be curious about, hey, why am I feeling that way? Yeah. And I, we don't, I don't, we don't do that enough because again, what do we do? Like I, I bypass, like, it's like, nope, I'm not taking that road. I'm going to bypass over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so many of us, rather than feel our feelings, we intellectualize it or study mm-hmm. or like go to our go-to. Cause for us, especially as black women, we already know, like we go get our education degree more than mm-hmm. anybody else. We get that. Like our go-to is intellect and mm-hmm. that's been our safety. And now that we're here, we're realizing, but to get to the next level, we didn't bypass anything. We still going to have to feel like the next level is going to be like, we're going to have to feel and tend to like, mm-hmm. there's an epic level you're successful already. You're getting ready to get your PhD. Mm-hmm. No doubt about that. You're going to complete that. But to get to the level that you want epic, that means we have to have a different relationship with our feelings than what we've historically have had as Black women, especially. Yes, you're right. I think for a lot of us, it is very easy for us to get degrees. Mm-hmm. Because my girlfriend and I, we joke all the time, we collect them like collecting bags. <laughs> We're just picking them up and we will easily say, you know, I think I'm going to go I think I'm going to go get this degree. And we we say it like it's nothing, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, because that's what we're used to doing. But all that means is this, okay, you, you, you have some knowledge about something, but there's still a lot missing. And so 
I remember you asked me, you were like something about like, why now? Why do you want more? And I remember saying something to you like, well, or why you? That's what it was. Why you? You know, why didn't you know you had another coach? Mm-hmm. Like what made you want to get another coach? That was what it was. And I said, what got me there is not going to get me there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I remember you were, you were talking about you give an example and I'm like, yeah, it won't. And so I realized that, wow, I wasn't here probably two years ago or a year and a half ago, but I'm here now, but I still have a journey to go and I need some different tools. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about the tool, like again, like if you're climbing a mountain, there's certain tools that you need for the base. But as you get higher and higher, you need different tools. Yeah. The same tools that got you to base one is not going to be the same tools that get you to base five. Yeah. And we have to recognize that. And so, especially if you want to keep going. So that's the thing. If you want to keep going, if you want to stay there, it's fine. But if you want to keep going, you have to start looking at like, okay, not only is it going to require me to get someone who has some special tools and who has a knowledge, but just as more importantly, it's going to require me. It's going to require a lot out of me. It's going to require me to open up, to be honest, and to feel. Yeah. So good. So, so, so good. This podcast is sponsored by Brick Johnson Coaching. Hey, I have some exciting news for all of my high achieving women out there. That's right. I get the emails and DMs from you guys saying you wish you were my target market. I understand. We need great allies too. And we need allies with well-managed minds. Well, I've listened. So this offer is for you too, because it's a one-on-one offer. So if you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, you're a woman of color or not, or an ally. If you're tired of feeling like you can't do more, I'm here to help. My one-on-one six-month coaching program is designed specifically for you. Together, we will work on strategies to help you manage your stress and help you achieve your goals. Because women quitting on their dreams is just not an option. And this is what my six-month program can do for you. Instead of time management, we will uncover why you manage your time the way you are so that you can prioritize self-care, giving you more time to do the things you love. Are you struggling with imposter syndrome? Are you anxious with a chaotic mind? I get it. We target the root causes of imposter syndrome, helping you gain the confidence and self-assurance to pursue your goals and succeed in your career and your personal life. Do you struggle with communication issues, difficulty expressing yourself effectively or asserting your needs professionally or personally? You'll learn to cultivate a positive relationship with yourself. We'll work on the why this issue is for you, why this is happening, helping you resolve the inner conflict so that you can easily take care of the external conflict with others. When it comes to communicating your needs, you don't need another communication class on how to resolve clients' issues. Once you uncover your hidden conditioning, you will have the skills to build stronger, more productive relationship with colleagues, clients, and ultimately leading to greater success and growth in your business and personal life. Listen, if you're a high-level woman ready to cultivate more meaningful and fulfilling relationships, both with yourself and others, 
and you take your business and professional growth seriously and you want to take it to the next level, you and your relationship with you and your brain is your greatest asset. My coaching program is perfect for you. You don't have to continue putting others first and neglecting your own needs and desires in the process. Because remember, you are your greatest asset. Let's work together to create a life that you enjoy of connection and success. If this interests you, reach out, book a breakthrough call at brickjohnson.com forward slash breakthrough. Again, brickjohnson.com forward slash breakthrough. Look forward to talking to you. Okay, so kind of like had your transformation. So many more to go. We haven't oh. even had our third call. <laughs> like, what was transformation about the sales call? Because I tell people all the time, and I've had people tell me mm-hmm. I should charge for the sales call because sometimes the sales call is like, I really understood myself. Like there was a transformation on that. Well, so for transformation for me is you kept, you were asking me because you were trying to drill down and like, okay, why? Mm-hmm. You said I wasn't new to coaching. I had a coach before, but you really asked me some poignant questions. You said, okay, well, why? Why is it so important for you to go? And again, like I had that language about being centered, yeah, being grounded. Like that was, that just was so important for me. And then I explained to you, like I said, why I don't feel grounded because I feel like I'm playing small right. and I'm bold. And why was it it transformative for you to even give language to it? It's like, oh, that's what I'm doing. Like once we unpack it all, why was that important? I feel like once you have language to something, you can better uh, move forward. When you don't, when you don't have language with something, it's hard for you to put your hand on it. Like, well, what, what is it? Mm. You know? And now it's like, oh, I want to be grounded. I want to be centered. Right now that I have that nucleus, it's like okay, now I can build around it. Okay, because again, I can keep going back to. So, for instance, if I make a decision, I can say, you know what? Do I feel grounded in that decision? Do I feel centered? So that's like my go-to. Will that ground me? Will that center me? Will it not? And so, I think what happens is it was so pivotal for me to get that language, so that as I move forward, I'm more aware of as I make decisions. Does that get me to be more centered? Does that get me to be more grounded? And if it doesn't, I may have to say, you know what? It doesn't work for me. Can't do it. So that's why that was so transformational. Yeah. I liken it to like playing basketball when there's no goals. If there's Mm -hmm. no goals there, they're just running up and down the court. Right. (laughs) Knowing where where I'm going and where I'm struggling with and like knowing like, oh, I intellectualize. Like even knowing that pattern now, you will see that in everywhere. And it's like, oh, that will be your cue of I'm not feeling what's going on. And then you can go to the data. It was like drama, data, drive. Because once mm-hmm. we figure out what the data is, now mm-hmm. we get to drive. But yes. if not, we're spinning. And yes. I love I love that. Okay, so how easy was it for you to get the transformation? Like, this is a call. Well, we haven't even had the third call yet. This week mm-hmm. we will on Wednesday. But yeah. Did you have to do anything different to get the transformation? <laughs> Did you have to come in and do some homework? Like, how easy was it for you? I think for me, the homework is being aware. Yeah. It really is. It's being aware and just being honest. Like, you got to be brutally honest 
And while you don't give me homework and say, well, I want you to do A, B, and C, that's my job to do because you, you're giving me the tools. And my job is to, like you said, know when you're buffering. Oh, I'm buffering. Mm-hmm. Why are you buffering? What's going on? Like, that's my job. And in order for me to be there, I have to be totally aware mm-hmm. of like tuning into my thoughts, my actions. And so if I say, you know what, Sam, you use, you buffer with intellect mm-hmm. when I'm doing it. Oh, there we go again. I'm doing it. And yeah. so for me, that's the homework. Are you saying, Sam, you need to go do that? No, I know I need to do that because that's what I'm coming here for. Right. So for me, I think for me, it's just being aware and just really being brutally honest with myself. Yeah. About the things that I'm doing, the things that I'm not doing, um, because it, that's I how I question, get. Yeah. I think my question is, is like, but is it, is it hard work or is it? No. A lot of people no. are like, I've got to be ready to start being aware and like to bring no. up my stuff. It's like, I don't no. think, I don't think no. it's that hard work. I think we make this, this big thing. It's like, we get on the call, we talk, I ask you questions. And through my exploration, you think about it. Why are you washing dishes? Why are you doing something such? And it's like, oh, it comes to you because your brain is is like working on it. And it's like, oh, right. that's what I'm doing, right? Exactly. Yeah. But to your point, it's not hard work. But I think for some people... Again, like I told, like you're afraid of feeling. See, that's it. I think that's what it is. It's like when you're afraid of feeling, of course it's going to be frightening because you don't want to feel. Right. You don't want to feel sad about something. You don't want to think about something that happened and that that's constantly like an undercurrent and you're not facing it. Yeah. And to be coached, if you come there fully open, it will come up. Yeah. And you want to keep trying to drive it down, but it's going to come up. And yes, you will have to face that. And so. I think maybe some people may feel like, oh my goodness, but that's where the, that's where the beauty comes in. That's where the transformation comes in. When you like, OMG, because here's the thing, like you just said, once you, now you can drive it. Once you get over the drama and realize, okay, that's drama. Now you can drive. Mm-hmm. You now have control over, oh, that, okay, that's it. Right. That now makes you're sense in why I'm afraid. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. I'm still that you're in the backseat going, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, your ashes are just taking you, your, your feelings are just taking you all over the place. And it's just like, you just long for the ride and you're just reacting. Yeah. Now it's like, I'm on to you, brain. I know what you're doing. Nope. So for me, I always say, I talk to myself like the little girl, because it's a little girl in me that's afraid. Mm-hmm. She's afraid. Wants the safety. She wants stability. And to your point, like, I, I have to say, okay, I got this. Mm-hmm. You're okay. You're safe. Got this. And that requires me to kind of not get past the drama, but really like, okay, this is drama. Why am I thinking that? Okay, mm-hmm. this is how I'm feeling. And then once I begin to get comfortable with that and say, okay, it makes sense why I'm feeling that way. Right. Yeah, sometimes it's like, I know like some people are like drama. Like sometimes it's just discomfort. Discomfort. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the same. Like either one, yeah. drama, discomfort, whatever you want to call it, it's data. It's information. And once we look at that, then we can drive the car. But especially as high achieving women, I think that is the key, you know, for us. But mm-hmm. my, like I teach, I teach the curiosity code. Cause like, if you're in thought work, most people are like, oh, just be curious and just be mm-hmm. curious. And like, mm-hmm. how to be curious, just be curious about what you're thinking. And mm-hmm. I'm like, so I was like, it's more than that. Cause you're like telling people just be curious. It's kind of like, have your back. What does that right. mean? We have all these 
sayings, but without mm-hmm. actually how you do that. And they make us feel good. And we get the dopamine hit because it's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be curious. Right. But it's like, how do I be curious? Right. So I call it the curiosity code. And the first letter of the curiosity code, the code is courageous. Mm. Right. It takes courage to be curious because I don't know how I'm going to react. I don't know if I'm going if I'm going to do something and I'm never going to come out. I don't know if this is going to break me. All of those questions. And that's why you do it with a coach who has a system to guide you through the process. Yeah. When you talk about being courageous, that like when I was saying what you have to come in with, you really do. You have to be courageous to kind of start digging. It's like you're peeling back layers. Yeah. And we have so much going on deep inside us. We don't even realize it was there. And I, even for me, like when I, I mean, that was the first time that ever came up for me. Like, oh, you buffer with mm-hmm. intellect. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even know that. Now I could have went two ways. I could have just ignored it and said, oh, I don't do that. Mm-hmm. But I had to be honest. And I had to be crazy enough to keep thinking and say, okay, oh my goodness, why do you do that? Right. And I but know I, why I was doing it. I think we have to create containers where we can be courageous, mm-hmm. right? Like in the container, I'm very intentional about making compassion be the biggest tenant. We're mm-hmm. not going to shame ourselves. We're not going to blame ourselves. The world does that enough for us as Black women. This is your place to take the mask off. And once we bring compassion in, then I think the courage can come through mm-hmm. for me to go, well, why am I doing it? And I think that's how you were able to like, oh, that's what I'm doing and give a, and say it to me and not think <laughs> she's going to say something or I'm going to be judged mm-hmm. about it or whatever. It's like, no, like the courage to like, this is what I do. And this is my pattern and know that it's going to be accepted with compassion too, because it was brought up with compassion. Like I said, when you called me out on it, it was very, it was with compassion. Like I could feel it, you know, it was like you were taking my hand. It was like, you're here as a client. I want you, this is your time. I remember you said that, you're like, this is your time. And when I said it to you, I couldn't wait to tell you, you know, like I moved barely in the, in the, um, a minute into our coaching and I was like, Brick, I had a breakthrough. And I told you, and we both were like, you were like, wow. Like we both were like, wow. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, Oh, that's where I do. And again, because I don't want to feel. Yeah. Again, why? Well, this was what was taught to me. This is what I was socialized. And y'all, she don't even know what she has in store for her. She's going to work on them feelings. That is going to be your that's, superpower. And that it is, is. going to be the road to epic. Like yeah. your next road is... I call it emotional flexibility, like being able to deal with all the ups and downs and know you're going to be okay. It's like Mm -hmm. riding a roller coaster knowing, but nope, I'm safe in it. I'm going to get in this roller coaster though. And it's going to take me up and down and turn me all upside down. And I'm going to scream and have all the feelings, but actually I know I'm safe too. Yes. Yeah. And you do, you, you, one thing about your coaching is that I feel very safe. And I also think what adds to it is that you are so open about your own story. Yeah. And you share. So there's something about when people share their story, it opens you up to like, oh, I'm not the only one. No. Someone who's coaching. Oh, they go. So again, like you're not this perfect person. It's, yeah, I go do the same things too. 
Mm-hmm. You know, now I may have some better tool. I have tools now where I can manage it and move forward. But yeah, I'm human. Oh yeah, like this is a part of the human experience. And so I think you sharing with me, and even hearing you on a podcast, because I've heard you like really, you know, even talk about you, how you started off in coaching and all this stuff. And you're just so like, yeah, that's the way it was. And you know, might have been ugly, but that that's me. That that's the way it was. And I just love that. Love that you are just willing to share and be vulnerable, but also give us compassion too. Like, I think that that is like amazing. I love that. So good. So good. Okay. Well, we're going to wrap it up. I think people understand now what two sessions can do. (laughs) Yes. You can totally have a breakthrough on a sales call and continue that through. Let me just ask you, are you looking forward to the next five and a half months that we have together? I am, I really am because I just see, so for instance, this weekend we were in uh, Martha's Vineyard mm-hmm. and I remember there were times when I was like, I don't need to add to this conversation. I don't need to add. Mm-hmm. I just didn't. So good. And, you know, there was times when, you know, I literally felt like, I would say like emotional, but I just, I was like, just stay with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't get into a conversation. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, and I, so again, I'm only three, I'm women, I'm only two mm-hmm. coaching sessions in. Yeah. I am looking forward to meeting Samantha in six months. Oh, so good. So, so. <laughs> I love it. Yes. So I guess you're glad that you made the decision. Oh my goodness. I, yes, I definitely made the right decision. No doubt in my mind. Yeah. No doubt in my mind. And what would you tell somebody who was like you a month before? Because I know you thought about it. Like, am I going to? I don't know. Maybe I am. No, actually, you were like, I was trying and I couldn't, I couldn't get, get in. I did. Yep. Yes. I was. Okay, Brig. So let's, so, so yeah, full disclosure. I want to say it was at least probably three months that I was trying to get you mm-hmm. and I was on your list and I kept going in and I'm like, Okay, why, where, where's the one-on-one coaching? What's going on? What's happening? Uh, uh-huh. And I didn't see it. And I remember you might have had a waiting list. And I said, I'm just going to put my thing on. So it's probably going to take forever. Mm-hmm. And then I think one day you opened it up and said, hey, you know, there's open. And when I went on your website, it was there. And I was like, okay, I got to get in to see Bray. So, yeah, so I had been trying for for some time mm-hmm. um, because I really wanted to be coached by you. And I was like, okay, um, let me just see how long I have to wait. And mm-hmm. so when it opened up, I had already had in my mind, it's a go for me. But again, like we had to wait to see, you know, were we a good fit? And I feel like within 10 minutes, it was obvious that it was like, there was like some synergy there. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So good. So what would you say to the person who is like deciding on whether or not they should? Any words of wisdom? I would say like, you, I know some people do this thing as like, wait, 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 but what are you waiting for? Mm-hmm. You want to wait for transformation now, or you want to wait transformation two, three years from now? Because guess what? Whatever the whatever the reason why you don't want it, that stuff is still going to be there. And again, if you don't get your mind wrapped around it, it's still going to be there a year from now, you know, two years from now. And I know some people say, "Oh, I have this to do, I have that to do," but can you imagine if you did those things, but you had a, like a different way of how you manage your mind around it? Like that to me is there's no price on that. There really is no price on it. It just isn't. Oh, good. Well, for one, 
am excited because we've only literally just begun. <laughs> yeah, so many stuff that I hadn't even taught you yet. Like, <laughs> like, oh, I hadn't talked about this. I hadn't like she didn't even she didn't even know like all the concepts I have and everything. I'm like, yes, but I just love like the transformation doesn't have to take long, and it can be worth it on day two. <laughs> I mean, after the uh, discovery call, it can be worth it. Like, I feel like you kind of know, like, you opened up this this realm and it's like, whoa, I like it here. This is good. And I need to just keep moving forward and just keep moving forward. You know, it's really an amazing trip so far. And I know, like, again, I'm looking forward to to meeting myself again in six months. Yeah, I am too. I am I'm too. excited. Yes. So good. So good. And... My whole goal is for us to to get to the next level, like to get whatever that mm-hmm. epic is or to feel comfortable while we're doing it, because it's not success if you're stressed like that. I'm like, we don't need to be yeah. stressed completely worried mm-hmm. about every little thing. So do you think you're going to be more equipped to take care of your epic and do what you need to do? Absolutely. I mean, so far what I've learned in two sessions, I'm like, Oh, yeah, girl, you're going to be good. You're, you're going to be fine. You're going to. And that's the thing is like, you asked me a question and you said, oh, I forgot what it was. You said something like, well, what can you tell yourself? And I'm going to tell myself, I'm going to be great. Mm. I'm going to be wonderful yeah. because I've set myself up for success. Yeah. I have a brilliant coach and I'm here like a sponge, wide open, just ready to receive it all. And so I know I'm going to be okay. I, re- I really do. Even for me, I even see myself changing mm. just in small things. Like I said, I didn't, you know, it was like, you do not have to get intellect <laughs> right now. You know, it's like this vacation. And it's funny because I still had my laptop. I still had some work to do. Mm-hmm. And people ask me about what I'm doing. And I'm like, oh, God, we would be here for hours. Like, I'm, I don't feel like talking about that. And it just felt good to like, don't Let buffer. It. Yeah. Let it go. Don't, don't buffer. Over there. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Again, I don't even have to think. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm going to be great. So good. I know it too. So, hey, there's two of us. Yes. All right, yes. guys. Thank you. Thank you, Samantha. Thank you so much, Greg. I appreciate it. <laughs> and I can't wait. Yes, can't wait to, I can't wait to I can write that behind my name. Yeah, I can't wait to see what you're going to do with it. And all I the- know have and we're just beginning and if you want to begin this journey hey i still have spots open (laughs) all right thank you brig bye did you enjoy this podcast where i have a personal invitation i want to spend time with you coach you talk about the issues that are affecting you We do this in a community we call the Melanin Hour, created just for us high-achieving Black women. You can register at brickjohnson.com forward slash coaching. And don't forget, Deeply Rooted is where we put all this shit together. We immerse ourselves and we master this. Six months, you, me, and a bunch of women that look like you and got a little melanin in them. That's deeply rooted. You can register for the wait list at brickjohnson.com forward slash group. Hope to see you there. Bye.